Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We've got a very special guest coming up now. Uh, a guy who sadly heals is another one uh, uh, that we ran into this year at a funeral. When we when we laid Greeny to rest, uh, Matty Rogers was there, and uh, Matty, it's just been an, an awful year, hasn't it, mate? Uh, so many of oh, our mate. great friends. Ah, oh, yeah, it's been tough. Um, I yeah, I, I sort of sometimes scratch my head, and you just you got to wonder why sometimes. But um, you know, it is what it is, and we've got to find a way to keep you know punching on. Well, I don't think there's anyone better at punching on than you, Matty. And now you're joining <laughs> the Sports Day. Sports Day team at SEN. Uh-huh. Hey, it's oh, a yeah. it's a grind, oh, mate. Yeah. Will you fit this in? <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, mate. Getting on there with Sats and having a chat about uh, all things sport and footy next year. Looking forward to joining the team. It's, uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I love sport. I love talking yeah. about it. So, yes. uh, what better place to do it than with SEN? Yeah. Now we've just I've just involved you in this chat without a proper intro to tell you the truth because we are talking to that rarest of footballing beasts, the dual international, 56 caps for his country, 45 wallabies, 11 roos, state of origins. You've done just about the lot as a footballer, mate, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I have. Um, loved every minute of it, and um, but I don't miss it. I, I love watching the game now, but, um, you know, I, I you know the game itself, it's obviously a very physical one, and when you're my size getting beat up by blokes <laughs> twice your size week in, week out, when you finally hang the boots up, I was well truly ready. So, uh, yeah, I, I did love it. And, um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to leave it to the youngsters now. And I'll, I'll watch it and I wonder how I actually did it. I'm like, gee, did I, did I actually do that? I know you guys are friends with, with Big Gordy. And, you know, like, Big Gordy wouldn't have been, he's not all that big anymore in terms of what's out there on the field. So I'm glad I'm just watching. Yeah, that's in, that's incredible. Um, now you've released the book uh, and a father's son, and it's it's wide open and there's plenty of vulnerability there, mate. And uh, how are you travelling? Yeah, I'm good. Um, you know, I felt like writing the book was a real sort of you know 18 month therapy session for me and and helped me sort of reconcile a lot of my life heals. It was um, you know a lot of it I really struggled with, and and writing the book helped me realise that it sort of made me and shaped me into the person that I was and mm. enabled me to sort of, I guess, have the career I did. Um, so all that stuff I resented, I sort of look back on and think, wow, man, I wish my dad was around to so I could thank him for it. Yeah. You know, he was sort of a lot of the, I guess, catalyst towards that angst, you know, but he was just sort of, I guess, preparing me for what was to come because he knew what I wanted. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was quite an experience writing that book. It's, it's so sad. We lost him in, in 2006 and, of course, you know, me going back so bloody long. I, I, I can remember him. He was like a Rolls Royce when he played. He, he really was. But it, it wasn't the easiest of childhoods, mate, you know, from, from what I read. The, the, you know, it wasn't easy to get Dad's approval, I suppose. No, it wasn't, mate. It was... Um, and, yeah, I, I think it may be a generational thing, yeah. Daddy. Like, you know, the, you know, he was from that old school, you know, like... In, and I, I guess, you know, he, he certainly... 
you know, got me ready for the criticisms and the and the, and the harsh world of professional sport. But um, yeah, sometimes you know, as a kid, you just want to hug and you know your old man to say he's proud of you, which sort of never really happened. But um, yeah, I know after writing the book and you know speaking to some you know friends of his, um, you know, I know he did love you know what I was doing and he was super proud. He just had had a tough time, sort of I guess you know, putting that into words to me that, um, you know, I've got some beautiful messages from some friends of his that said, you know, like he, he gloated and, and he boasted about you, you know, on many occasions to me. So, um, yeah, it was lovely to hear and I've, I've got plenty of those messages in my phone now. But, um, yeah, it was a tough sort of, um, you know, road to sort of getting to the top and, um, yeah, I guess, you know, losing dad in that, hot, in that process, um, you know, was probably the hardest thing to deal with because I... You know, I'm sure at some point you would have given me a hug and said, mate, I'm proud of you, you've done so much. But, mm. um, you know, we lost you before we got to hear those words. Well, I can just picture it now. You'd be sitting either at a bar, you know, together after you'd created your, your own legend, you know. So you you yeah. were craving acceptance and from, from his legend and in his shadows as you were trying to create your own, and then you got it all done, and, and then he's not here. That yeah. That's the frustrating bit. Yeah. You, you two would have been... Uh, yeah, everywhere together. Yeah, mate, we were best mates, you know. Like, I was doing what he did, and, you know, that was my lifelong dream. He was like, you know, as a kid, you know, just seeing... My, my dad was every kid's hero in the neighbourhood, you know. Like, and back then, there was no social media. So, so like, when you saw Steve Rogers in the, in the wild, so to speak, like, yeah. kids would go nuts, you know. Like, yeah. you see him on social media every 10 minutes. So, it was it was a different life back then. And, um, mate, it, it was... Yeah, and I wanted I wanted to be dad, you know, like I was chasing that so hard. Um, so yeah, to to sort of like to be in the midst of of that, and then losing dad the way that we lost dad, you know, through suicide, um, it really just threw me for a loop, you know. It took the wind out of me, you know, like not only because of you know he was my dad, but just like well, I'm I'm actually trying to be that, you know, and it's that yeah. the end picture. Mm. Oh, and um, yeah, it was a it was a, it was a tough time, but you know, fortunately, through the love and support of many great people around me, I was able to sort of get through it and come out the other side. And you know, I think you know, in the end, you know, I've, I've taken sort of the good out of it in terms mm. of you know being so vigilant with my mental health and you know my my family and and so on, and and tried to sort of I guess look at it from that perspective. Yeah, you're right, mate. We, 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 a lot of it, what we've learnt, particularly this year, I suppose, embrace. Embrace those we love and tell them that we love them uh, as often as we can. Hey, there's so- Yeah, mate, I, I absolutely... I, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 I took solace. I, I, I'm not sure if, if you did, but I certainly took solace in, in, the, in the, the, the fact that, you know, Amanda had Paul's yeah. brain... Uh, this year, analysing it, it was riddled yeah. with CTE. I was like, wow, you know, it made me feel like, okay, he wasn't as bad. It was a, it was a medical condition yeah. more than anything, um, but it still hurts, you know. So, and you know, the people closest to you, you got to give them a hug and tell them you love them and <laughs> stay close. Yeah, hey, you're right, and, I, and I, I'm I'm exactly the same as you. You and I had a bit of a chat that day, uh, you know, when, when yeah. the sporting world gathered in in, in almost disbelief, but. I think Amanda had it in her head right the way through, Maddie, that you know she knew that there was a problem with the brain, and that was the reason yeah. that we went down. That he took the path that he did. So, 
yeah, but uh, yeah. that aside, we hug and we embrace all the time. But hey, as I said, so many facets of your life—the survivor thing—you became a, a cult oh, hero, yeah. hero on that, and uh, little <laughs> Max with with autism, and and you've moved into the yeah, you're yeah. moving to the charity space with Chloe. There, it's uh, God. There's so many. Yeah. There's so many bows to your to your, or so many strings to your bow. Yeah, mate, I, I keep busy and and I like that. You know, I'm 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 actually just driving out of Jindabyne right now and flying to Sydney for to do some work up there and been down in Jindabyne. You know, there's some great people down there and yeah, try to keep busy, mate. The Idle Mind's a devil's playground, I think, and um, I I just like to you know keep busy and and keep active and yeah, keep me healthy. So um, yeah, like I, and, and mate, the, the charity stuff just. You know that was that was a no-brainer for us. We saw the benefit that we were able to get with Max through you know having financial means, and you know I, I get no more joy out of anything. It gave me a, a great purpose in my life to be able to help other other families that are struggling through the challenges of raising children with autism. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Hills has been a part of it. I mean, there's many people that have been a part of it, you know, along the journey. And um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Well, mate, unreal. Very good. Let's talk about you physically, and then we'll get back to Survivor. You, you couldn't <laughs> you couldn't have helped any more people in that show, God. Um, but oh, no. I, I read, so in 07, you had experimental neck surgery. Is that right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not experimental anymore, but I was sort of a bit of a guinea pig. Um, I had to have a disc inserted into my um, C5, 6 vertebrae. So I'd sort of exploded one and it was just giving me all sorts of pain. And the sort of the deal was either um, get fusion surgery and sort of miss, you know, a year of footy or, you know, get this experimental surgery and sort of only miss six weeks. So I thought, oh, I'll give it, I'll give it a crash. <laughs> and I, I ended up having to pay for it because nothing <laughs> or anyone would cover it. But um, I figured I'd give it a run and, uh, mate, it was amazing. And now, like, now I'm sort of like a real... Sort of test case for like anyone who who gets the surgery done. I end up getting a phone call. Um, you know, I get phone calls from all sorts of athletes who ring me and say, "Man, is it as good as what they say?" And blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Yeah, mate, it's just rock solid. You'll run. You'll be fine." Right. I was running after two weeks. I was I was doing light contact after four and playing after six. Yeah, jeez, um, that's amazing. I mean, and yeah, so it was. It was amazing uh, surgery that Dr. Matthew Scott Young performed on the Gold Coast, and um, yeah, it was uh, worked out very well for me. And then, Maddie, the last thing I saw and had no inkling of you suffering with that immune system physical problem. You know what was yeah. that on sixty minutes yeah. or something? Yeah, it was about about uh, two years ago. Heels. I just started to get some aches in my shoulder, and I, I just I have I've had both shoulders reconstructed, so I just sort of figured. Oh, it's um, it's, it's just old injuries yeah. coming back to bite me. Um, in the end, it, it ended up sort of riddling through you know my whole body and went through every joint, and I literally felt like I was an eighty-year-old bloke, you know, hobbling around. Yeah. And I ended up, uh, I ended up sort of thinking I, I've got blood cancer or something like it. It just got me that bad, and I was in that much pain. And I was too stubborn to go to the doctor. I thought, oh, it'll come good, it'll come good, and I just, I just got to the point where I could barely chew like oh. um ended up ended up at uh at the doctor and they sort of you know after a barrage of tests and you know working out what was going on I ended up diagnosing me with an autoimmune condition um that is treatable and i can live a sort of fairly normal life got to be a little bit careful on the 
on the beers and, and go a bit easier on the alcohol side of things now. Mm. But uh, uh, that, that doesn't bother me. I can I can I can live pretty normally now, which is good. So because I certainly wasn't when it was sort of um, you know on top of me. No, it looked terrible, mate. So you're back into everything now. You you're golfing and you're... pretty much. Yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Just can't sort of don't, don't do too much running. Anything that sort of jolts my joints is not ideal. So I do a bit of swimming now and you know ride my bike a little bit. Play a lot of golf. Um, that's uh, that's my um, thing of choice now is to, to get out and just have a hit with the boys and, and get out on the golf course. So uh, it keeps my mind fresh and and uh, it's my happy place. Oh, good stuff. Hey, how's the book going? Mate, book's going great. Yeah, you can get it at all good bookstores or online. Um, and, yeah, the, the, done done a full book tour through Queensland and New South Wales and uh, been received really well. And, yeah, I've, I've been told by many people that it's the best book they've ever read. I, I, I had to ask them, said, Have you only, is, is it the only book you've read? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was quite shocked at some of the responses, but... Um, look, it's a. I've been told it's an easy read. I sort of wrote it that way because I'm not a. I'm, I'm certainly no novelist, you know. But I, yeah. you know, I actually wrote it. I didn't get it ghostwritten, and I wanted to write it so it was easy for people to read and um, easy to understand. So uh, yeah, really, really proud of the fact that I got it done because it was a, it wasn't the easiest thing to put down on paper, but. Yeah, excited for oh, um, the way it sort of turned out. Yeah, There's lots of layers to it, mate. And just to, f- to finish off, mate, your greatest triumph. Well, you know, it's all heavy and there's vulnerability and all that sort of stuff. What about your greatest triumph? What do you what do you love most about your sporting career? Oh, mate, it's hard. It's hard to say because I feel I feel like my greatest triumph is is um, you know my family now. Yes, you know, like I've, I've been through so much. But I've sort of worked it. I feel like I've sort of worked some stuff out. Um, but in sport, you know, there's no question that, you know, like state of origin, um, that's like the pinnacle of, and you know, it's hard to sort of compare, you know, origin to a Bledisloe or, or state of origin to, you know, you know, a World Cup. But you know, like winning the rugby league World Cup with with Australia was amazing. But you know, like I just feel like my first state of origin game. In 2000 or 1999, uh, we won the game 9-8, and I yeah. kicked the field goal to win it. It was at Wayne Park, and I was just—it was just so—I just remember that so vividly. Um, just being in the team room with Chris Close, and you know his passion for that Queensland jersey. You know he's our team manager. I just. This brings back so many fond memories. Yeah, that's the one. Um, that's it was very, very exciting. Did he put you in a yeah. bear hug? <laughs> oh, mate, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story quickly. He like I, I my, my dad obviously played for New South Wales, mm. so I go into my first State of Origin team meeting with Chris Close as our team manager. Um, coach isn't coach in the room at the at the time. We all get in there and it's just Choppy and the boys, and like I'm front and center of this meeting. You know, the eager young kid, first State of Origin game. <laughs> And Choppy's out the front, like, and he just starts berating New South Wales, calling them every name under the sun, and these guys, and those, and I'm just sort of sitting there looking at him. He's spitting on me, and you know, like <laughs> the passion of a Chris Choppy close, as you can only imagine. And I'm sort of sitting there looking at Choppy, and I'm thinking, he's talking about my dad. <laughs> you know, so it was, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, mate, they taught me how to hate New South Wales as good as anyone. So uh, mate, uh, I loved you know Queensland. My mum was you know born and bred Queensland girl, one of thirteen kids. So I've got four thousand yeah. cousins running around the Gold Coast. <laughs> and when I got the opportunity to play for Queensland, it was too good an opportunity to pass up. This interview could have gone the full three hours of the show this morning. So many facets to your life, mate. And uh, you do so much good with the yeah. life you've been given, you and Chloe. Uh, it, it's wonderful to talk to you. I hope the, the book is a bestseller for years to come. It's called A, a Father's Son. Perfect timing. And it's, this is not just a footy book. There is so much more to this. Matty, no. uh, really appreciate your time today. We're out of time. But uh, great to have no, you well. on the SEN team. And uh, great to chat to you this morning. Thanks, Matty. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Heels. Have a good Chrissy. See you yeah, guys. Yeah, you too, mate.